Welcome back to the show, Chris Demon, Travis Farrell, the great Chris Gardner. It's we are live, live at Midco Studio in Grand Center. If you haven't yet subscribed to the YouTube channel, make that happen. Come out to comedy tonight. I don't care if it's dreary out. You need to get out and have some fun. It's going to be a blast. Come out, please. Hello. 6 o'clock at Sophie's here in Grand Center. 8.30 at uh, Gastro Pit on the Hill. going to be a good time. Uh, we did a small teaser. We said we have a death to get into. I'm so confused about this. Uh, Mr. Peanut, you familiar? He's got the monocle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The Their uh, <clears throat> planters is saying he has uh, died tragically but heroically, saving friends, and I believe we'll see a Super Bowl ad. Um, but Mr. Peanut has passed on. Oh, apparently, I guess... Uh, he was attempting to save Matt Walsh's and Wesley Snipes' life, mm. uh, and I guess they were on the edge of a cliff, Matt Walsh and Wesley Snipes and Mr. Peanut, and uh, Mr. Peanut unfortunately let go, and he is no longer with us. There's apparently going to be a funeral, the third quarter of the Super Bowl. I guess there's going to be another ad where you'll be able to mourn the loss of Mr. Peanut. We lost Mr. Peanut yesterday. Do we? Or have we had enough with the smartest ad guy in the room going... By God, we're going to kill Mr. Peanut. It is with heavy hearts that we confirm that Mr. Peanut has died at 104. In the ultimate selfless act, he sacrificed himself to save his friends when they needed him most. Please pay your respects with R.I. Peanut. Uh -huh. Prediction. They try and go the woke route and instead I think I know you're offend gonna. people <coughs> by making a, a nut... That is, maybe it's a walnut, or it's something that's darker. It's something that's darker naturally, and they end up offending a whole bunch of people. It could go or that route. Or it's a Laquisha situation where the voice is a little too... What up, y'all? It's Mr. <laughs> Peanut! Yeah. Yo, it's Mrs. P. Hey, y'all. I can see a Mrs. P. I thought that's where you were going. I can yeah. see a Mrs. Peanut, and, and it's P, like... Mrs. P, is she going to be Southern? It's going to be Kristen Wiig. No, I mean, that Whitty. would make sense. I think they're going to overdo it, and it's going to be... Mrs. Peanut would be funny. And it's going to be Cardi be B or something. Or, I don't oh, know. <laughs> Cardi B, the official Mrs. Peanut. Cardi P. Cardi P. <laughs> I don't know what they're doing. It's fun. It's fun. I like this shit. You know, I, I get into this shit. I like it. I like this one I saw. <laughs> uh, Mr. <laughs> Peanut burn it, roasting in hell. I, I don't... I, <laughs> First for of promoting all, the sale of carcasses of his dead people. Oh, no. I just like the fact that the folks at Mr. Peanut have so much damn money. They've been so successful for so many years. Well, he's got a monocle they can, they and get bored. They get bored and they kill their mascot. Yeah. Well, let's start over. <laughs> they, just, they just got bored one day. It was like, ah, fuck it. Let's just kill our mascot for a Super Bowl ad. That's uh -huh. how much money the Peanut people have. Which mascot do you really want to kill? I know which ones you want to kill. Who? You want to kill the Coca-Cola bears. Oh, the polar bears? Yeah, the polar bears. You have a problem with them. You say they lead to our normalization of treating apex predators as if they're not apex predators. So I think that's who would go for you. For me... Maybe we need to have a talk off the air because some of my thoughts are changing. Oh, oh, oh. right now for well, me... I... I'm, I truly respect bears i do but my respect comes from knowing what they are mm. and i that's my main issue with the way we treat them we 
treat them as cutesy, fun animals. Right. And that's not the way to teach because that's not what they are. <laughs> that's not the way to like, teach because that's not who we are. <laughs> it's just a lie. <laughs> that's the problem. I and like, if I, like I see a polar bear, I am, I don't have hate mm-hmm. when I see the polar bear. I'm in awe. I'm struck by its majesty and knowing what it's capable of and get scared by that. That's fair. My awe scares me. Hmm. So is there maybe I'm, I'm projecting my fear. Is there another mascot that scares the shit out of you? <sighs> I'll, be, I'll be honest. He's had a good run. Green Giant. You know what? He's a giant. I don't, but I don't see enough of him anymore. Okay. I think if you shot him with a bullet, too, it wouldn't really hurt him. Like, if he's all plant... Like, ah, it's yeah. Mosquito. Yeah, no worries. It's like Groot. I think the gecko Geico. Okay. I think it's time for him to kind of hang it up, right? He's had a good run. He's had mm-hmm. a good long run. He's been around for a long time. I think he can hang up his little hanger, go home to be a family man. I like to see him retire. I don't want to see him dead, but I would like to see him retire. I don't know why, but my mind's going to serial mascots right away, and mm. I'm trying to figure out. Which one of those? We don't see enough of Tony. Did Tony the Tiger have a Me Too situation? We don't see him hardly at all anymore. Did his voice die? I don't know. We don't see the Lucky Charms guy that much anymore? Right. No, I have seen Lucky Charms guy. Lucky Charms changed. He's kind of got like, I think he's got one of those thin uh, ch- uh, beard straps now. It's kind of very young. Looks looking. more like the Fighting Irish. Yeah, thing. yeah. He's kind of gotten to that. So the Lucky Charms guy is still around. But Tony the Tiger, I haven't seen Tony in a minute. Tricks Rabbit? You've seen the Tricks Rabbit? I haven't Rabbit. seen the Tricks Rabbit. Did he OD? That's a lot of sugar. Yeah. yeah. Keebler <laughs> Elves? We don't see the Keebler Elves that much anymore oh, either. Damn, they're terrifying. They went on a trip to Mordor. <laughs> Where's Mordor? <laughs> South. It's in the middle of the earth. You uh, gotta go you've referenced middle. Mordor before, <laughs> and I need to make, make this clear. I still don't know what that is. Is that Harry Potter? What is it? That's the Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings? Okay. That's what I'm trying to... I knew it was one, something like that. I just didn't know which one it was. Right, let's look at our brand mascots, boys and girls. We got Tony the Tiger, yeah, Ronald McDonald, Mr. Clean. Mr. Clean, we've seen recently. Mr. Clean is kind of. I'm sure a lot of people might. He's worked out. Mr. Clean's been kind of looking. Pillsbury Doughboy. We still see a lot of him. We see Mickey Mouse from time to time. Uh huh. Um, let's see. Uh, oh, Mickey Mouse! I'll kill Mickey. Hey, yo, yo. Just for you. No, don't do that. How's the mouse? Michelin Man. Yeah. We still see the Michelin Man. Um, and we, of course, Mr. Peanut debuted in 1916. You know, I he could see Ronald McDonald <laughs> being one people would pick a lot <laughs> just because of clowns. Uh, yeah, clowns. The Laughing Cow by Laughing Cow. Uh, you talked about the Jolly Green Giant. What about Rich Uncle Pennybags from Monopoly? Mm hmm. You got the Kool Aid Man. Now you can't get rid of the Kool Aid Man. Kool Aid Man is just. You shoot them and the glass breaks and the red just starts pouring <laughs> no, out. No, no. <laughs> I would say I would like to see a more slimmed down Kool-Aid man. What are you going to put him in a slender container? Yeah, yeah. Put him in one of those. What are the containers squeeze everybody uses? Or yeah, squeeze, but then his yeah, voice is going to have to change too. Right. Maybe like, he can't be a hoo uh, yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Now, what yeah. do you think Ping. about Black Sheep saying you'd have to team up with Monsanto to take down the Jolly Green Giant? Mm. Oh. Uh, I didn't sense. realize he had a name. The Kellogg's Cornflake uh, Rooster. His name is Cornelius. Never knew that. Never knew that either. Coco the Monkey. I think for obvious reasons why we don't see him that much anymore. What's wrong with Monkey? I'm just saying. Coco. Coco? Coco's not helping. That was 
Luke. Seinfeld, or uh, not Seinfeld, because Stan's nickname, right? Yeah, well, was. Look, He wanted to be T Bone. You got Poppin' Fresh. Who's Poppin'? Pillsbury Doughboy. Okay. <clears throat> Pillsbury Doughboy was good money. When he used to come on in the, for the commercials as yeah. a kid, I would get excited. I'm not going to lie. Pillsbury Doughboy is one of the top five brand mascots of all time. Okay. You got, uh, now I did not know he had a name, but apparently the Pringles guy has a name. You know the Pringles guy's name is Julio? Julio Pringles. Julio. Julio Pringles. I did not know his name is Julio. Maybe I'd kill Colonel Sanders. Colonel Sanders. Part of the Pentaveret. We got uh, Quickie by Nesquik, a.k.a. my nickname in college. Mm. Who's that cheetah? Chester. 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 He's bad news, man. Yeah, Chester. Establishing, believe it or not, Chester Cheetah is actually uh, just a couple years younger than us. Debuted in 1986. Really? Yeah. Now they've made him into a... Even a wilder character. Yeah, he's a, ba- he's a bad boy. Oh, A&W Root Beer has a bear as well. Um, I don't know. That Chester Cheetahs always seems like he's into something. Mm-hmm. M&M candies are pretty solid. Did you know the M&M Spokes candies actually debuted in 1995? It wasn't before that? No. They debuted in 95. Those guys are good money. Long? I don't know how... You want to talk about how they just brand everything and turn everything into something bigger than what it needed to be? How do they not make a cartoon out of the, out of the M&M candies? Like they, they have tried. great personalities. They have some... Uh, who do the voices? I feel like there are serious actors who do their voices. Either way, they're so funny. The commercials are really good. I'm surprised someone at Mars didn't just go, you know, we can get a, another about $30 million out of these guys if we just make this a cartoon on Nickelodeon. So who am I having a hit put I'm on? I'm surprised they haven't done that. Maybe I'll pitch that to Mars. Maybe I'll pitch tomorrow. There you go. Write them a letter. I'm a ri- I'll, I'll pitch them. Hey, I have a cartoon idea for your candies. What about I would the, watch the hell out of that show. What about the Wendy's girl? Wendy's, we do. We have to look up. Gecko, Geico Gecko debuted in 2000. So he's a young. He's only, he turns 20 this year. He's only five years older than the M&M candies? Yeah. Isn't that crazy? That yeah, it feels like right to me. Yeah. I feel like was it? Yeah. because But th- that makes sense. Because I remember them coming on the scene in the five years they did the... The the Millennium candy, the blue. They had to pick the color. Mm-hmm. I think that's when they introduced blue in 2000. Mm. So, yeah, those are your top 21. And, of course, Colonel Sanders. Uh, <laughs> I think Colonel Sanders, no. oh, Colonel Sanders or the Wendy's girl I would put the hit on. The Wendy's girl? I don't trust those. Based those off the tales. founder's daughter? Yeah. A real person? Yeah. Who's still alive? Well, for now. Jesus. I forgot Chuck E. Cheese. We wouldn't miss him if he was gone. Actually, you know what? I'll take Wendy's girl off and go Colonel Sanders of the Chuck E. Cheese because Showbiz Pizza, which folded into Chuck E. Cheese, is where I believe my ursophobia began. Okay. So maybe my vengeance can come with killing the mascot. How do you feel then about the Bear family from Charmin? I forgot about them. Yeah, I know. What about Billy the Billiken? Ah! Billy the Billiken. We got to get Billy on. It's been a while. We'll get him back on. Billy's a good guy. Got Joe Campbell, Cooley- of course. And Joe Campbell's all-time great. Yeah, Julio Pringles sounds like a name made up by Travis to explain the origin of Pringles. <laughs> Black sheep. <laughs> Colonel Sanders has been dead for 40 years, says Yale Hollander. All caps. Oh, man, that's good. That's good. Because he's right. 
He's exact. Snap, Crackle, and Pop. How can we forget about them? Oh, what have they been up to? They trio made their TV de- TV <laughs> debut in 1955. F. Mary Kill, Snap, Crackle, okay. and Pop. <laughs> There's your poll question for the day, Gardner. There's your poll question for the day. There's your question. Put that out. Get all of our homies to retweet the hell out of that one. That would be good. Chris, who are you taking? Kidding, don't answer Pop. that, please, guys. Don't. Sun May Girl, she did not have a name. Go figure. You have a female mascot and you don't give her a name. Everybody else gets a name, but the female mascot. Uncle Ben, brother, of course. Man, God, I got so many Uncle Ben jokes that I'd be too appropriate, inappropriate for the, even for this show. Uh, well, you can say them, we can't. Yeah, that's true. And then, yeah, Wendy's Girl. I love the (laughs) Aunt Jemima. I love that they gave Michael Scott the phone number when he was looking for a date. (laughs) Hot and juice. (laughs) Sir, this is a Wendy's. (sighs) All right, just (laughs) give me a shake. (laughs) So you have to come to the store and get it. Just put it to the side. I'll send someone. (laughs) Thank you. Outstanding. What about that? Uh, what was it? Smackums? Yeah. It? That cereal wasn't that great. Was that it sugar? Was, was it called horror. sugar? Uh, sugar smacks? Smacks? I don't know. Look that up, Gardner. I swear people got it strictly because of the frog. I hated that cereal. Oh, I hated that cereal. Have you ever. Honey smacks? Honey smacks. There you go. Yeah. They were not good. That no. Frog looks like trouble. His All hat's the... on backwards, sideways, kind of. Now all you uh, broke-ass sons of bitches acting like you know who these name-brand cereal people are. Right. What did your What did your Aldi's brand cereal have? Uh, Let us I, know. I tell you right now, but the Frosted Flakes, <laughs> it was Terry. Terry the Meerkat. <laughs> Terry the Impala. <laughs> Just ass or Impala yeah. on my oh, Frosted Flakes. They got a fucking bear yeah. <laughs> for their Frosted Flakes. <laughs> <laughs> Made by mother, Millville. Mother. Motherfucker didn't even try to get Got a little scarf on. Didn't even try to get a motherfucker from the jungle. Just said, fuck it. We just go pick an entire different region of the world. <laughs> they said, fuck your jungle. We're gonna go get a polar bear, ass. Right. Hold on a sec. I'm gonna I'll pull up an image here for you. Why rabbits with tricks? Why certain mascots? I wanna go inside more of the psychology of the mascots. Now that is uh, there's a yeah. Yeah, I've had them I've had them both. I don't understand why they switched it up with the bear. And why does the why does the bear have dead eyes? Oh, the cold blooded killer. <laughs> Self explanatory. Yeah. There's a scarf on. How deadly can it really be? Uh, polar uh, bears hunt humans. Yes, they do. And they will find you for a while. They will walk a good amount of distance just to get to you. Because they smell so good. Too. I love Tony the Tiger. He was so you know I like Tony because he also was he would play the sports in his commercials. So do your he best, w- Tony the Tiger. <laughs> They're great. All right, now tell me, uh, give me a sound of what this bear sounds like on the other side there. Yo, nigga, he's good. Oh, oh <laughs> why he can't say that? <laughs> Technically translucent. <laughs> translucent. <laughs> First, I used to, uh, I, I still I used to give my mom so much shit about that growing up. Uh, I was like, man, that ain't Tony. <laughs> she would look I at me. I asked him for Tony Flakes. <laughs> Boy, if you don't eat this damn cereal and shut up. 
All right. So Yale's really honest today. Uh -huh. Tricks, like magic tricks, like pulling a rabbit out of a hat. Oh. Okay. I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot. I didn't realize that. Did you know that? I did at one point, but I didn't today. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry. I'm an idiot. Well done, Yale. That's why they pay you the big bucks. Smart play. stylized tricks with the X there at the end. Uh, Netflix has a series, uh, the movies Netflix, that you love. Netflix, they're stylized, too. They have a, a documentary series where they do these hour spots, hour episodes on uh, the movies that made us and the toys that made us. Mm -hmm. uh, and I would love to do, they should do one with cereal, the cereal that made us. I would love to know some of the origin, the origin story. By the way, if you have not checked that series out on Netflix, I highly recommend it, especially the toys that made us. Uh, they did the origin story of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the mm -hmm. toy brand, how it came to be. Mm -hmm. And I didn't realize super uber television producer, Lorne Michaels. I mean, uh, excuse me. Um, what did I say? Lorne Michaels, not Lorne Michaels. Dick Wolf. Uh, oh, no. Don't do this to me, Chris. You're going to do it to me again, you son of a bitch. Stephen Bochco. Why am I? <laughs> Stephen Bochco. I don't know why that Stephen Gartner. You son of a bitch. <laughs> he did my. He, oh. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> James L. Brooks. Damn it. He, he produces Young Sheldon. Oh, I'm going to just go out break. Chuck Lore. Damn it. God, I, was getting, I was getting so nervous. I was about to say Chelsea Handler. Chuck Lore wrote the theme song to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. He was a, he was a songwriter. He was trying to make it as a songwriter. And he was doing jingles for a company. And they basically contracted him out to come up with because they needed something for the toy brand. Uh, and he wrote uh, what ended up going into the series, uh, the theme to Ninja Turtle. You know who did the Dr. Pepper song? I'm a pepper, you're mm -mm. a pepper. Barry Manilow. Mm, really? Yeah. God, that's so cool. Oh, Mandy, you came and you gave without taking. I thought you were going to say you gave me a silly. And I sent you away, oh, Mandy. Chuck Lorre's Big Bang Theory. Young Sheldon. That's so awesome. Oh, yeah, I would love to know what origin story Why did I these. think of Stephen Bochco right away? I don't know. I was impressed. I was like, damn, you guys are going to do this to me again? And you already have a list? Well, of show creators? No, like I blinked for a second and I was like, ah, oh, shit, I'm going to let Chris down. Mm -hmm. And then like Steven Bochco for some reason just popped in my head. And I'm like, ah. I, I know we were, we were supposed to have an interview and because of the nasty weather here in St. Louis, that got switched up on us. But there's something that's been on our rundown. I think just based on the conversation we just recently had would be very good to discuss. Um, and it's from a tweet from a while back. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm curious to get you guys' thoughts on what you would choose you suddenly chris find yourself on stage for your own ted talk with no prior planning what's a topic you can discuss for 18 minutes i have podcasting there you go really 18 minutes on podcasting that would be just throw a story in <laughs> chris just figures he doesn't Talk about the origins. Talk about what's happened. Yeah, you do that. Joe, he just talked about Joe Rogan. Yeah, I just basically, minutes. I just talk about episodes I've listened to. Oh, man. That'd be rough. People just tell you the plot, like when they go all the way through, and you're like, you are seven minutes in. Uh -huh. I could just watch the show. <laughs> <laughs> Gardner, what are you choosing? 
What's a topic that you go? I, there are a few I think you can jump yeah, into. Yeah, probably a couple. I probably could do 18 minutes on the Rifford de Pair. Mm. Jesus Christ. That's tough. Um, civil engineering behind it even, too. Um, I could probably do something with bullpen carts. That'd be uh, solid. Scooter life. That's pretty good. Um, those pop in my head right away. I'm sure there's a few others. You just have to ramble for 18 minutes, right? You hope that there's some coherent points that you can... Yeah, if I, Some salient points that you can maybe make along well, the 18 you minutes. you would think to, you know, hold some attention, you would have a little passion with you, or at least a way to capture an audience. So I would say those three stick in my mind for me personally, because I know I would talk about them passionately. Um, I mean, we buried a river, guys. Buried a yeah. freaking river yeah. with the River to Pair. Bullpen carts, we already, I mean, that's a movement, carte blanche. And I have my own personal e-scooter. I can talk about upkeep, little additions I might make, um, how to design them better even, uh, what you're looking for in different areas. Hmm. Like, depending on where you, maybe suburbs or urban, you know, what, you know, how would you design them differently? And the benefits, of course, of living the scooter life. Hmm. So I think I could probably make it work. Um, on any of those three topics, I'm trying to think if there's something that I could do for 18 minutes, but maybe struggle a little bit, but I needed it to, you know, maybe I get through like 14 minutes or so. And I'm like, uh, what's, what's one where like the final four minutes are going to be, all right, I know enough, but I don't know enough. You know what I mean? 18 minutes is a long Something that I like. Time. But that I can't quite maybe take over the top by myself. I'm trying to think if there's something that's kind of, it's not on the forefront of my interest or something I'm passionate about, but maybe on the back burner, just behind there. And I'm trying to think of what that might be. I'm surprised, you right I'm, away. I'm surprised that Chris chose that topic. You should be like getting hot women. You're good at that. Oh, I'm just saying you're good at getting hot women. You can do that. That's cool. Ooh. That would be something you could talk about for 18 minutes that somebody I would listen to. I'd be like, okay. Patterns. You could be like that guy. Um, oh. What's that guy oh, that was on uh, the, the, uh, pickup, artist. the pickup artist? Oh. You could be, you could be oh. more of a, a oh. dressed down version of the pickup artist. No one listens to a pickup artist. <laughs> oh. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> that's, Travis, that's mean, actually. He would be better. He'd be more charming. And no, it wouldn't be charming at all. No. Everyone knows those people are full of shit. Oh, no, 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 no. He okay. could talk about... That's where the term negging came from. I think, Ew. I think Chris, for 18 minutes, could talk about the style of shirt that he has on like today. <laughs> I think yeah. he could do 18 There's minutes a on that. Short sleeve button now. You can have yeah. guitars on it. Yeah. Triangles. <laughs> uh, circles. What? The uh, different patterns you have on your different shirts. Thank like, you. Like you might yeah. be, oh, this looks similar to this okay. one, but they're not quite the same, and here's why. I think I figured mine out. Mine would be pairing your weed with food. I can do okay. 18 minutes on that. Uh-huh. Just what weed, the strands, and what to pair it with after partaking in certain strands. So you're like a weed sommelier. Yeah, it's like a sommelier. Like, ah, oh, sativa brand? Okay. Is it the OG Kush? Mm. Very good. Then you're going to uh, probably want to try... A weed malier. A weed malier. I was trying to come up with something clever. It's escaping me. 
Weed mm. Molly A works, I guess. Okay. You, you smell the citrus yep. and the weed bud in the bud. Mm. I could be that guy. I can do about 18 minutes on that. A potty. Like pairing your weed with the proper food. Mm-hmm. That has, that's going to be a job. And I'm sitting up here coming up with a hypothetical, but I know that's going to be a career in two years. So, so like, what's, I'm going to keep oh, some of those here. thoughts to myself. Yeah, there has to be. There's going that that market is going to be. There is going to be. That uh, I believe a lot of those weed places will start hiring places. Give me one example. How about that? All right, what kind of weed are you looking for? Okay, let's do an indica. Okay, you want to do a little indica? Uh, I can go maybe a little light Gorilla Glue. Maybe a little bit too strong for perhaps somebody like you. However, if taken in the right portion, you would probably want to pair that with a nice nacho. Oh, a not a nacho. Not a nacho, but a nice nacho. One nacho chip. Uh, I mean, there's a that that's where I would introduce the wonton. The wonton, maybe with a little uh, beef. Sour cream, scallions. Okay. Um, I think you should have it separated even too, though, to where it's like more upscale. Right. Weed food, you know, middle, lower even. Oh, so like, like fast food would be a category or like a more, you know, sit restaurant, restaurant. I don't, uh, what do you call them? Food restaurants? Food, food runs. Uh, so like. If I'm going to a fast, uh, say uh, the what you the Gorilla Glue, right? Say a fast food, right? What fast food would pair with that? And then you could do like oh, above that yeah. level, so you could break it down into different categories. Even you know what I mean? Man, I ain't gonna lie. If somebody offered me that gig today, man, I lose my damn mind. Yeah, Travis, we want you to try these strands, and we want to determine. Which fast foods would go well with each one? Yeah, because what you then could do is design, like I've talked about before, I'm inspired by Stan Kroenke and his real estate development, where um, I would take his idea of using like Walmart as the anchor for like a strip mall. Right. You have your anchor store uh, in there. And then you bring in other, I like this thinking there, Gardner. Um, so, but then you fill in around that with some some companies maybe so like uh like you're always gonna have a jack-in-the-box in this area or whatever that's so, so you could design even with your dispensary being the anchor that's what i've said right the dispensary is the walmart so design around that but you being able to pair with that will help us decide what maybe food establishments we should bring into right. those developments that's how you do business models. <laughs> what about Smoke Mollier? Smoke Mollier, yeah. It's from the Black Sheep. Smoke Mollier. Smoke Mollier. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. One of those is going to work. These jobs are going to exist. That's the funny thing about they it. They don't like, already. They don't already. Chris is right. You, I would imagine there's someone in Colorado right now that has turned that into a, a, a bit of a, a hustle. That they have put themselves out as this... Um, I wouldn't say an expert, but someone who just knows what pay. Look, if well, you've you ever gone what, into you one of these places. You know what you would do is you would just, it would be like whatever your company is, you would have a podcast. Right. Um, what is it? A half hour, 45 minute. Right. Say you have a strain and you're discussing that particular strain and this and that of it or whatever it might be. But then you have different elements involved in that podcast that are fun. Right. Some fun segments right. within it for each time you 
sample something. So you're sampling whatever strain today. It'd just be simply like food. All right. It's just like doing a, a food thing or whatever. Here's what you can do with it. Here's what it's like, you know, when you just take it or smoke it or whatever. Here's what it's like. Here's how I like to use it when I maybe make it into an edible form. What I prefer edible-wise to do with that. Mm. And then you can do your pairings with it in different fast food restaurants. So you can just go from there. It all kind of ties together. We've seen it a bit recently, certainly, where, you know, companies like... So Collinsville, uh, there's mm. a podcast idea if you're... Here it is. Yeah. The folks at AB Bev and these other companies have already, obviously, started to roll out what, you know, what it would look like sort of for corporate entities to get involved in the marijuana game. Who, who do you think, though, what company do you think is going to be the first one that publicly makes the plants the flag that's going to say hey we are spending and we know like we said like i said we know that i think even coca-cola and those type of companies have already but in your mind who's going to be that first company that has the first super bowl ad about marijuana or their marijuana infused product oh that their product is like actually i was going to say like if you're doritos you might as well go ahead and make a nod to it but if you're doing the the big companies, man, I guess you just have to just go with, like, what, Procter & Gamble or something like that that are technically under their brands yeah. or would be under one of their brands. I don't know. Are we going to see those? Are we going to start seeing those medical type of commercials with, with marijuana strands like we do? We see with the pills. Well, what? Uh, I, well, <laughs> oh, right, what yeah. All right. Now, here's, here's why I'm only saying this. You're asking which company is the first to go this route with advertising and everything, mm-hmm. right? So my first step is I'm looking, I'm wondering, okay, who's investing to make it legal, right? Uh-huh. Are there companies that do so? So my first step, I just did a Google search. Is there a super PAC? Is there a lobbying arm? Okay. And there was one that was created back in 2012 or 13, it looks like, uh, called Legalized Marijuana Super PAC. Right. And their website looks updated. Um, so it looks like they're still going. Now my next step would then to be, who is contributing to the super okay, PAC. Okay. So I don't know that yet. Okay. But that's kind of the route I would take if I'm going to try to answer that question. If I were to say... I want to know which companies are contributing to a super PAC that is pro-legalization of marijuana. To Chris's point, I think, yeah, it's going to either be a big pharma brand or there's going to be... It's going to be a beer company. Those mm-hmm. are the two who I think who would put themselves out there... To be the one of the first companies to plant their flag to start promoting their marijuana-based products. So I can yeah. definitely see some big pharma company, maybe Tylenol, somebody coming in with something to ease a different type of migraine or something to that effect mm-hmm. using marijuana or THC. And I can definitely see beer. I feel like Anheuser-Busch would be one of those companies that's fairly close to introducing because now they're already into seltzer right okay like so they're, they're very quick and they've already been experimenting with uh certain types of yeah, in this certain is, markets this is from december 20th 2018 okay in esquire okay anheuser-busch imbev the maker of budweiser and a bunch of other beers announced wednesday that it is working with a canadian medical marijuana company called tilray to research drinks infused with cannabis yeah so that means in where now they're going to be non-alcoholic the ones they were looking at that makes sense and I don't think I don't I don't I don't think I think the, uh, <laughs> the folks in the medical community may come down on combining both alcohol and THC in a beverage. 
Now, it does say brewers are experimenting with cannabis-infused non-alcoholic beverages in the States as well. But that, so you can't, like, I, so if you were to, if we were to just look into the future, this is some, we're nearing nearly 40 states, Chris, mm-hmm. that have either recreational or medical marijuana in this country. So we're there. So everybody basically has some form or the other in this country, whether it's medical or recreational or both in many cases. So we have arrived. We're beyond the point. I can see Anheuser-Busch rolling out that beer product end of 2020. Wouldn't be surprised. Would not be surprised. We're there. It, I, I think this is why I, and I don't know, like, oh, typical pothead. So excited about these new products coming out. But I am, I think I'm, I am curious from the, from the yeah, final. Like a Santa's <laughs> list worth of, of ideas for food. <laughs> I'm just, I think it's going to be interesting just to see how these companies promote it. I'm down smoking. I know. Smoke Molly egg? Is that what we're going with? Go home and give me a six pack and get high. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Think it reduces DUIs? The way I want to get in the car after you drink. I don't know if it showed you. Did you see that the video ended? On here, Gardner? Oh, we're up. We're, we're running. We've just got a new stream. Um, It cut out for a second. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Take I that. Got, I was high for a second. <laughs> Good stuff. Where I'm surprised you, go? you, you go, Chris. I think, um, yeah, we're there, folks. Well, you're gonna. It's gonna turn. And don't into forget Frank's food picks. Oh, Let's get this done. Jeremy okay. Pye. All right. Frank Cusimano trying an edible. I'd like to get this done still. I and don't, I don't also, think it's gonna go the way you think it's gonna go. Don't forget my uh, pot for potholes campaign in the city of St. Louis, where we go rogue and legalize recreational marijuana use and sale. And take some of that tax money and put it towards fixing potholes and giving it to the streets department and making scooter paths uh, throughout the city of St. Louis. Pot for potholes. Hashtag take the high road. There it is. And that's how you do can of business. Um, we, uh, <laughs> we've been talking about it here and there. It's been the major story, obviously, in our country, the impeachment. I'm not going into the details of the current impeachment, but I do want to go into how the impeachment is causing Americans to react. Story on Yahoo News, Pennsylvania man chokes girlfriend after getting upset while watching Trump impeachment trial. Oh boy. A man who has been watching the impeachment trial of Donald Trump on Tuesday allegedly choked up and punched his girlfriend oh in a God. Pennsylvania motel Cho- room. Wait, wait, wait. It just choked was the headline? Choked was the headline. Then they got to the punch once they got to the story. Uh, choked and punched his girlfriend in a Pennsylvania motel room when she wanted to watch something else. Lonnie Clark, who lives at Northern York County Motel, faces charges of strangulation, simple assault, and harassment. Police responded to the Scottish Inn at about 7.45 p.m. See, this is what what happened if we just had the impeachment trial end by 5. Tuesday, after Clark's girlfriend called 911, the woman reported that Clark had assaulted her and that she had left the room. Where is this hotel? This is the Scottish Inn in Pennsylvania. I'm trying to see the city. It's Northern York County. One once Fairview Township police officers arrived. They spoke with Clark's girlfriend, noting that she had red marks on her neck and right cheek. The woman told police that Clark had been drinking alcohol all day while watching the impeachment trial. Not a good idea. It was upset, although documents do not state what caused his anger. When the woman told Clark she would like to watch something else, Clark began to curse at her and call her dumb and stupid. Mm. You're dumb. She tried to talk to Clark while seated on his lap, but he began to choke her with her hands, causing her to have trouble breathing. 
The woman broke free and tried to leave, but Clark punched her in the face and pushed her several times. Clark grabbed her around the neck again and punched her when she attempted to leave the second time. She eventually was able to get out of the bathroom, get to the bathroom, and call the cops. Well, I mean, (laughs) asking to change the channel is obviously just the trigger here. There's more going on yeah, with that person. Yeah. So I don't think we can necessarily blame Wish her the watching best. of the trial. Yeah. I mean, there are things you see that, well, this caused this. No, those are just simply triggers. There's a lot of other underlying issues that lead to all something like this. It's not yeah. the impeachment trial. It's Hilarious to make it a headline, though. Yeah, it's just, it's curious that they went with the choke route when mm, you find out he, right gets, there, punched, he yeah. gets punched in the face. Um, I would like to shout out... Uh, Lawyer Chuck Hatfield. Chuck okay. Hatfield. Who's yeah. Chuck Hatfield? You remember him from the yeah. story of the year. Oh, yes, of course. He's the one who uh, you know, t- did the, had the cash quote uh, during all of that. That's not much um, But he, um, he had a quote tweet of one Josh Hawley. I'm wearing my shirt. Too. There it is. It's another flatbed. He's inspiring all of us and not embarrassing all of us uh, with his uh, comments. Uh, he said, impeachment trial day one equals epic fail for house managers. Use 13 hours to grandstand, repeatedly taking rebuttal time just to delay. Attacked senators, alienated their audience, admonished by Chief Justice for unprofessionalism. If this is the best they can do, they should just stop now. Chuck Hatfield quote tweeted him and said, appreciate the analysis. Which of the cases you've tried would you say this is most like? And for those that don't know, Josh hasn't done that. It's, 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 man. So I just wanted to shout that out. I, I smiled and smirked when I saw it. Americans are watching. Apparently, uh, uh, last two nights, we're looking at over 11 million viewers who have checked out the proceedings. So if the idea for Republicans, if they just thought simply that Americans weren't going to pay attention, weren't going to watch to see what was going on, looking at the ratings, looking at the polling, they would suggest otherwise. Americans are tuned in. In fact, recent polling suggests that Americans want to see the evidence. More than two-thirds of Americans want to see subpoenas for witnesses. So this whole notion, I think the beginning, the idea, when this all began months ago, that you know Americans were going to be either burned out, didn't want to hear too much more of it. The more Americans learn about what uh, allegedly took place, uh, between the president and what he was attempting to do with Ukraine, it's become very clear that Americans are at least paying attention. Now, that still doesn't mean that he will be removed, and that doesn't mean that it will cause the GOP to ultimately cave in and allow witnesses and will allow additional evidence to be added to the Senate trial. But I think it would be a grave mistake if Hawley and his ilk think simply just voting down, not issuing subpoenas and not allowing new evidence the american people seem very interested again this is just based on recent polls and ratings folks are tuning in folks are looking at this like this is the bachelor they are paying attention americans seem to know what's happening and to gardner's point um you know now a lot of this ends in prime time americans are coming home from work like what the hell what what the hell so we'll see KFB lets us know that he saw somewhere people referring to Holly as Gosh Holly. <laughs> Gosh Holly. I thought you could use that. Yeah. Uh, it's well, like I, I know Charles Pierce did a, for Esquire, did a, wrote a complete article about him yesterday just because yeah. he doesn't like him either. 
I'm surprised he hasn't yeah. done the Chiefs thing yet. No, he's he's tweeting about the Chiefs. Yeah, yeah. Anybody tweeting about NHL All Star Weekend that's this weekend? Mm, not that I've really seen. The Sacramento, the Sacramento, the Los Angeles Kings mascot Twitter account is throwing shade at the dome. Said what? It took a picture of the dome oh, and, and tweeted out, said. "What do they do there?" Oh, <laughs> rude. That's funny. That is good money. Well done. Well, that's good. Touche, LA. I'll tell you what they do there. The Battlehawks play there. We're so close, Chris. Do you guys, uh, you guys hitting up the free Green Day concert? I saw that. I saw uh, OAR was here. T- is going to be here yeah, too. Yeah, uh, really. It depends it's on the like wa- a Cocktoberfest miracle. <laughs> it really is. I guess it depends on the weather, right? I have no problem with uh, watching some Green Day. I mean, if my brother's not too far from around the way, not too far from was, our offices. I was talking to some people last night that might be in the know a little bit. Too n- nothing secret, in it, but they were just like, "Yeah, it's a free concert because of." Uh, the game and they throw it a commercial and it's that's just the amount of time they need to set up the, the stage inside so their their green day still yeah it was just mm-hmm. funny how they were discussing the breakdown of it it's like concert might be like five songs to get the just the shot of them playing outside yeah <laughs> so I thought okay. that was pretty good what no. content can we produce to mm-hmm. give us to buy us time yep so that works well, i've been there I'm yeah. excited. I mean, it should be fun. Uh, the weather, I, I think, is going to ultimately cooperate. But I've seen some of the activities they're doing without around town. The NHL seems to be very involved in some of the communities. I see, like we talked about the other day, they're going into Ferguson. Uh-huh. Um, they're going to some of the city schools as well. So I, I give props to them for doing that. And like I said yesterday, you saw Matthew Kinchuk in town. Uh, going around town saying hello to his former alma mater. I, I, you know, I'm game for this. Like I said, I just don't want St. Louis to do what they traditionally do and go, well, we're normally this. And um, you guys, did you like us? Did you have fun in our city? Did you, did you guys, did you think that was cool? We saw, did you see the art? That's good, right? You guys, you guys are going to say nice things about us when you leave, right? As long as we can avoid doing that shit, we'll be fine. Well, just enjoy yourself, St. Louis. Don't give a shit what the guy from Montreal <laughs> thinks about emos don't give a shit about the guy that's coming in from atlanta about what he thinks about your traffic that's who we are Travis. we just gotta just break that man somebody <laughs> st louis they, oh well did they like us in new york what's did they this, like us in la what's this voice you're doing? i don't know i don't, yeah, it's I don't just know kind of, where that's, that's, that's from that's how i feel like that's what my inner st louis would sound no, like you do that i right. mean there's a murdered body but don't look over there that doesn't <laughs> normally happen here we don't do murdered bodies in this city <laughs> why can't they hold the murder off until the end of the all-star game there's going to be one ass that's going to do that, right? So then you want to pretend that we're something that we're not? No, I'm saying don't pretend something that we're not. If somebody sees, if somebody from Atlanta is like, man, I saw a dead body in St. Louis, I want somebody to say, yeah, what of it, asshole? Yeah. What about it? Don't get all, hmm, well, actually, the murders don't normally take place this time of year. And if you really want good things to be said about your city, what you'd say to that person is, yeah, and you better talk nice about us or else guess who's <laughs> fucking next? You <laughs> don't have to threaten them. Oh, wow. <laughs> don't have to do that, Chris. Um, you don't like That's that? Just idea? Rude. Chris, are you shouting out today? Oh, uh, boy. Um, mm. Mm. I got so many. Yeah. Uh, the comics on our shows tonight. Oh. There's a bunch of funny ones. Come out. We've got Stephen Briggs in from Los Angeles. Stop by. It's going to be a blast. Say hello. And uh, so a shout out to you guys. Great work today. Oh, how nice. Uh, shout out to uh, Zion Williamson. Uh, making his uh, 
NBA oh. debut last night. 19-year-old, holla at your boy. Oh, uh, 22 points, 18 minutes, 4-4 from three-point land. Kid got 17 straight points in four minutes. Pretty badass. Congratulations. He's been out for half the season because of a uh, knee injury. He's obviously on minutes restriction. but he uh, Load management. Yeah, in many, in many respects, the way that Pat Mahomes is to the NFL and guys like Connor McDavid are to the NHL, Zion Williamson is the future of the NBA. So it's excited to see that career get off to a very cool start. But his team lost. His team did lose by four. Oh, well. And worth it. I don't care. Okay. I want to watch him. That's right. Who are you shouting out? Uh, I shouted out Chuck Hatfield. Okay. There it is. Uh, guys, we'll be back tomorrow live at 8 a.m. We'll see you then. Peace.